0: Hello you guys and welcome to We're and This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through our favorite, no wait, shucks, I'm not good at this intro, where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies, or in this case, Christmas movies. I'm Brandon. I'm Andoni. I'm Sammy. Grab your feather dusters. I can't read today. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me
1: to do it? Please do. Grab your feather dusters and trade them all for some tiaras. What? Today we're watching Crown for Christmas. Sammy, you have to read. Sammy, you want to cover the summary because Brandon can't read today.
2: (laughs) After getting fired from her... uh, I'm starting over.
1: (laughs) You guys drank too much eggnog. That's it.
2: After getting fired from her job as a maid at a ritzy New York City hotel, Allie reluctantly accepts a temporary gig as the governess to a young girl who is part of a powerful family in Europe that lives in a castle. Um, Powerful family is an understatement
0: yeah they don't even have that many muscles
2: that makes it sound like they're like the mafia
0: yeah yikes well okay so this is a hallmark original (laughs) christmas movie um i don't normally watch hallmark movies but i thought it would be fun to do this one because this is rated basically the best hallmark christmas movie
1: when i google it it's like a 97 percent rating
2: i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed it i've watched a bunch of shitty christmas rom-coms and this is up there and quality
1: oh heck yeah well we can all aspire to be a maid who gets married to a rich king wait fuck i gave away the ending shoot Indoni ruined christmas
2: i never would have seen this this ending coming ever in a million
1: the name does not suggest anything
0: so i think the joy of these hallmark movies is that you know the ending even if you've never seen the movie well yeah
1: it's always like the person gets the one that they're in love with or has a crush on and yeah. it's nose,
0: I guess. Right, like we know no one's gonna like get the shaft at the end. I mean, she really? probably got the royal shaft. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know anyone's name in this movie. I don't either. I don't think they
1: say them enough. Except for uh, Theodora.
2: Yeah, Theodora they say a lot. I swear they didn't say the main girl's name for at least half an hour. I was taking notes and I kept having to write like our our hero... Or this girl. Yeah, because
0: they they kept saying, oh, hi, sister, because we had to know that they were brother and sister. So the first thing we get is, oh, good morning, sister. And I cannot think of a time where I've woken up and said, like, good morning, brother. Good morning, sister.
2: Might have been, like, facetious and been, like, dear sweet brother of mine or something like that, but never, like.
0: Good. You could be in a Hallmark movie. So dear sweet sister of his wakes up, and we learn that her and her dear sweet brother of hers are broke living in new york and she's an artist and you're forgetting a the sibling
2: there's a sister too in fact i think we see the sister far more than we see the brother
1: well she's got more lines than him at least
2: i was does the brother also work at the hotel
0: he might be he might just be a bus boy or a butt. what do they call those a butt a bellhop a bellhop <laughs> a butt. a butt <laughs> he's a butt So we don't know what the brother does, other than I think he's a student, but we do know that the two dear sweet sisters are maids at a very ritzy hotel. Yes, and all their bills
1: are overdue, and they're going to try and hustle real hard to make up the money with tips and stuff.
2: They're going to make it through, and you know why?
1: Because they're
0: Evans.
2: They're Evans.
1: That was lame and stupid.
2: It was very stupid, but also, if you're going to repeat that line a thousand times, I feel like the writer should have been like, you know what, Evans' is is really hard to say. Let's pick a different (laughs) last name.
0: Well, that
1: reminds me of the Adams family when they're in the motel after they got kicked out of their house. They're like, we're Adamses.
2: So the sisters, right, they're in the hotel. The boss lady says, you guys are going up to the VIP floor.
0: Woo, party! No, just kidding. They don't get a party. They have to clean up a party.
2: They have to clean up. So she goes into... What we now know is the king's suite. The butler was like, oh, you guys had a real party last night. And it was like one teacup left out.
1: Yeah. And the champagne flutes were still nicely stacked. Like if it was a crazy party, they would have been like knocked over. It,
2: It wasn't
0: bad. It wasn't a mess. But even the idea of him having a wild party, which he kind of says like, yeah, we had quite a night. That doesn't really fit his character at all. No. He's a prince. No, what is he? A king? He's a king.
2: Yeah.
1: To a, a very small country.
2: It's called Windsor.
1: Windsor. And everyone's British, apparently.
0: Well, they're Windsorian. And I'm pretty Windsor about that. <laughs> 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 oh, that Quit. was.
2: I'm so leaving bad. the podcast. All right. Uh. So
0: the king of Windsor leaves his room a mess. He has to go back to Windsor the next day. But the butler's like, actually your daughter's nanny quit because she couldn't handle the job. So you need to find somebody really quick. I didn't understand why they needed a
1: New York nanny. Like, were they going to bring the daughter to New York? They didn't need a New
2: York one. They were just in New York for um, business reasons. You know, King. I
0: think he just said, maybe I'll find one here. It doesn't really make that much sense. Whatever. That's not important. No.
2: What is important is that the butler... Just says this maid right here, she sees him out, right? Like, and follows her home?
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, pretty much. So the king bumps into this maid. And
1: it's an adorable love love connection immediately. So cute. If anybody bumped into me and then immediately gave me chocolates, I would probably love them too.
0: Yeah. And a whole bunch of hotel soaps? Who doesn't love taking home a whole bunch of hotel soaps?
1: I don't love hotel soaps. They usually make my skin very dry. Actually, that's pretty true. They're pretty intolerable. Yeah, but this is a swank hotel, so... Maybe they've got Lush products <gasps> in all the bedrooms.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Do you think this place is that fancy that they have Lush bath bombs? I mean, that'd be pretty sweet. Their soap is really nice. It does not dry my skin.
2: Yeah, I love l I I will use any Lush product any day of the week.
0: While we're at it, this episode is sponsored by Lush Cosmetics. Oh, my God. I, I
2: wish. I'm going to email them.
0: I would take... So much
1: free Lush shit, please.
2: I tried this one. It wasn't uh, the conditioner bars, but it was like the, um, I don't know what you call it, but you'd leave it in your hair for like half an hour and then you wash it out. My hair had never been so soft. I was literally like just laying in bed, petting my hair all night. It was amazing.
1: I bet your dog was real jealous of your hair. Probably. So go grab your Lush shit today. And tell them we sent you. Yeah,
2: yeah, go to Lush.com, enter promo code Padden, and,
1: and you happen. won't get anything. <laughs> oh, man. They'll be like, the fuck is this? We're going to charge you an extra 10%.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just don't give it away for free in a hotel, or you will get fired, just like Allie.
2: She got fired because her sister left to go on an audition.
0: Yes. Broadway, yes. I
2: guess? She said something about the chorus. Yeah. So she went for an audition... And Allie was like, you go. I will take care of the rest of this floor by myself. And because of that, she was running a teeny bit late. And some fanciest bitch was down the lobby waiting on the hotel room to be ready. And she was not done yet because of the rager that she had to clean up after. Yeah. I
1: want to throw a tea party rager
0: one day. Ooh, that sounds like fun. What would be there? Well,
1: I would have to get... Like very fine China, a lot of it. There would be like three kinds of tea. I know crazy, right? And none of them would be caffeine free.
0: And you'd use sugar cubes instead of splenda packets. Oh yeah.
1: And well and just like gallons and gallons of agave, because I like that better than sugar. And there would be tea sandwiches, but we would use fucking apricot jam just to really throw <sighs> caution to the wind
0: holy shit that's pretty wild and there would be bees there fresh bees that you could squeeze honey out of right into your you c- milk
1: the bees like an udder <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh my gosh and only nut milk there'd be no actual dairy milk
2: what about potato milk
1: absolutely potato milk peanut milk as well what about beef milk uh <laughs> beef milk is
0: acceptable <laughs> that's dairy milk you just said no i tricked no, you no
1: It's beef milk. This is different.
0: Oh, I didn't know. Anyway, (laughs) my favorite thing about wild tea parties is when we get the maids fired from their jobs and then give them $5,000.
1: Oh, yeah, because the butler stocks are back. Well, because she finds the watch who somehow the king forgets his father's watch, which seems pretty important. I
2: think it was subconscious because we learned throughout this movie that he didn't care much for his father and so he was probably just like any excuse to leave this watch behind.
0: Yeah good point he was probably trying to leave the past in the past and it was a watch so that would be like the past like the time time to move on. Oh shit.
2: Oh my god mind blown.
0: This metaphor is so deep.
2: Yeah It's It's watches all the way down Yeah
1: (laughs) Uh, almost as deep as Allie? Allie's, um pride and kind-heartedness because she finds the watch and even though she gets fired, she still turns the watch into the, the bitch, the concierge, the head lady, manager, whatever she is. The
2: boss person. She specifically said at the beginning that Allie's like the best maid they have in her really like backhand compliment kind of way. And then she fires her.
0: Well, and you're going to fire two staff members The week before Christmas, when you're going to be busy. Yeah. Well, not only that, but she fired two people before them
1: because that's the only reason they were cleaning the VIP floors. Because she, so she's fired four people in the span of like
0: two days. Oh my god! Holiday season. I kind of want to see a movie about her, her downfall, her downward spiral.
2: It's too dark for Hallmark Channel. That's more of a Lifetime channel. Oh,
1: absolutely! Like real life, I was attacked by a maid I fired and it made me turn my life around.
0: I don't like thinking about this. I want to get back into my Christmas cheery place. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> don't apologize.
1: The world is real and cruel, but not to our maid. She always lands on her
0: feet. Well, yeah, she's so damn optimistic. It's kind of sickening. It's cause she's an Evans. I don't know. I don't buy that. They're like this broke family living in new york if someone offers you five
1: thousand dollars uh and there's no strings attached and you're behind on all your bills and your rent i feel like you
2: take and you're supporting your two younger siblings
0: yeah it's like it's like a nice tip from the butler he's like here's your tip we're tipping you well because i'm sure the apartment costs like 10 grand or something i don't know i'm not rich but i do like that they go back to their apartment and they make stew I love making soups and stews. Me stew. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a real role tonight. I can't help it. It's that holiday cheer. It's all that eggnog, all that <laughs> dairy fat. What's eggnog made out of?
2: Eggs and noggins.
0: Noggins? Actually, it's made out of egg milk.
2: Yeah. So they they milk the eggs, oh. and out comes little bits of eggnog. Mm-hmm. And uh, it actually takes about three dozen eggs for one glass of eggnog. So
1: Oh my God. This sounds monstrous and very <laughs> inhumane.
2: They are in shitty conditions. They shove them in these little cartons twelve at a time.
1: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they're not
2: allowed out until it's time to milk them for the eggnog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I've heard before that there's just like a bird sitting on them. Like right just they're right under the butthole yeah. of the bird.
2: Yeah, they have to live under a bird's butthole.
1: These poor eggs. We really need to save them.
2: I feel like I should clarify that. <laughs> I, I am vegetarian. Lori is vegan, so we're not trying to belittle the real suffering that animals.
0: I think so, I like. understand now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they're eating stew and drinking eggnog. Just kidding. They're not drinking eggnog. That's an inside they joke. can't afford it no and the butler comes over and he it's kind of weird he did a lot of research about her he knew her past like three or four jobs he knew that she dropped out of art school and he wants to give her five thousand dollars and she rejects it
2: and i guess he had to get her address somewhere he probably talked to the hotel staff the like whoever whoever runs it
0: you mean that Uh, horrible asshole woman
1: that fired her a week before christmas yeah.
2: Isn't it illegal to give out, like, your employees' personal information?
1: Yes. I don't think that lady really cares about anything.
0: Technically, he works for, like, the government, right? The, so, he doesn't
2: like, work for the American government. Yeah. No,
0: but, like, a government. So I'm sure they.
1: Have- <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> right, Brendan, let me just tell you you don't need to do whatever the government of, like, fucking Uzbekistan tells you to do. <laughs> excuse me sir it's, a,
2: it's illegal no. to murder no. people
0: yes but i work for a no. government <laughs> i work for a government trust me <laughs> what i'm saying is i'm sure they have data no why would she be in their database hmm this is a real head scratcher
1: yeah and i don't think foreign <laughs> dignitaries have access to other countries censorship census census data yeah i don't know are you windsure about that <laughs>
0: I'm throwing oh, that one god. back out.
1: We keep on coming back to that joke. I'm Winshire. I'm going to strangle you.
0: <laughs> oh, it's only funny <laughs> when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You could borrow it. Oh, it's Winshire anyway.
2: No, no. the butler said Winshire. The lady no. said Winshire, and Ellie, uh, Ally said Winshire, and I was like, "You're such an American."
0: Oh, did she say that when he Winshired her for the job of nanny?
2: Oh my god!
0: Oh my god, Brandon.
2: I can't stop.
0: (laughs) You need a wing stop. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, he hired her to be their what's the word? Governess. 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 Which I didn't know what it was. So yeah, because you're a stupid American
1: who says Winshire. (laughs) Win. You're wind fired. (laughs)
0: Bye.
2: Yeah, so she's like, well, I got nothing better going on with my life. Yeah, I can pack up for 2 weeks over Christmas and go nanny for some strange girl.
1: I mean, that seems like a very short amount of time as well, just 2 weeks.
2: Yeah, 2 weeks. So $5,000 for 2 weeks, that's a good chunk of money. And you get room and board it seems, right? Well,
1: I think I think she was also getting on top of the $5,000, 2 weeks worth of pay.
2: No, I think he was just he was saying this is your 2 weeks pay. So she got paid up front $5,000. She got flown first class.
1: That seems like a meager amount to be a governess for a royal family.
2: Especially for a shitty kid that can't seem to hold down a governess for more than 48 hours. Well,
0: if it's $5,000 for two weeks, that's ten grand a month. That's like $120,000 a year to be a governess. That seems fine.
2: That's nothing to sneeze at, but it's also a full-time job. She has no free time.
0: Well, yeah. Although you are getting
1: provided room and board. I don't know. This gets very complicated. Would you do it for that amount of money? Yes.
2: Uh, I don't like kids, so probably not. Oh,
1: heck, I would. If,
2: if I had to babysit the royal corgis.
1: Oh, shit. That is such a good call. Why aren't there royal cats?
2: Because fuck cats.
1: Fuck you. The royal
2: family... The- <laughs> The royal family knows what's up.
1: Listen, it's just one old bitch that's got corgis. I am so sorry, Your Majesty. I take that back. I will have to edit that out. (laughs) Otherwise... (laughs) She will send people to kill me. I I am a citizen of her state.
2: Speaking of Her Majesty, they kept calling the king your highness, which Uh is just a faux pas as far as... He's your majesty, and they've been calling him your highness. Your highness is for the prince and princesses. Uh, Oh, I read a lot of Princess Princess Diaries as a kid.
1: (laughs) Damn, I was right. (laughs) Well, also, their castle was definitely just like a, a vineyard somewhere.
2: It's three rooms and a courtyard. Yeah. Later in the movie, when they're running late to get her royal picture for Christmas, and she's like, you've got four minutes to change. I'm like, it would take 15 minutes just to get to her room in a real castle.
0: Yeah, these guys aren't, they aren't very rich, so she got kind of, She got suckered in. She probably has more money than they do with that weak-ass castle. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's not even any secret
1: passages there. Doubt it.
0: The kitchen was small. Oh, it was so beautiful, though. Fuck. Yeah, I would
1: kill for that kitchen. I would take that kitchen and one maid.
2: I would take the, the chef, the, the lady mm-hmm. chef. Yeah, she was so I sweet.
1: would, too, but I'm going to have to rename her because Helen is my mom's name, so... Gigi is, in fact, not my fat mother. No. Helen is my fat
0: mother. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. All right. Well, so Allie takes the job. She's like, that sounds fine. Her brothers and sisters push her into it. Oh, yeah. Her family's multiplying, by the way, as the movie goes on. (laughs) Brothers and sisters. So she shows up to the castle, and she learns she's going to be the governess. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes. Okay. Governess to the royal child teddy her name's theodore but she calls her teddy cuz it's a cute pet name
1: it's adorable and i'm really surprised that nobody like chastised her for it but
0: yeah yeah everyone here is all stuck up and proper and follows the rules and the people that kind of run the castle are a bunch of assholes with sticks up their butts oh yeah the chancellor is the worst this is
2: the story of a girl and
1: And then she got a job as a governess yeah i love how awkward she is he's like to me she's actually like pretty self-assured and confident she's just
0: uh awkward in the
1: sense that she doesn't have the right mannerisms for a royal palace
0: exactly and she kind of trips over things and runs into desks and
2: she had zero time to research how to behave in front of a royal family either she was like like he was like get on a plane you're leaving tomorrow yeah i don't think she even had a passport because she said she'd never left brooklyn oh
0: why would she have a passport <gasps> she's illegal <gasps> oh my god do you have to have a passport if someone flies you on like their private plane yes yes
2: yes really? if you're yes
0: if you're leaving if, the otherwise
2: people people would be smuggling people over county lines all the time
0: What if it's the king of Winshire? Winshire. He doesn't care. I don't fucking know.
2: Uh, Why don't we call up the king of Winshire?
0: He's too busy kissing.
2: Yeah.
1: He's kissing. It's unimportant. There's some plot holes in this movie but they don't matter because they don't affect the storyline at all. It's true.
2: Because
1: you know they Uh, cut the scene where she has to go through customs and I'm fine with that. The dialogue was a little slow there. It wasn't great. So they cut it. That's fine. Um, so she mit- meets, well, she doesn't meet Princess Theodora. She, like, sees the king arriving, and then pre- Princess Theodora throws a snowball at her, and she's like, oh, that was a weak-ass throw, little little princess, and she's also kind of a, a bitch. Everyone's Everyone around her is a, a bit of a bitch. I'm a bitch, he's a bitch,
0: she's a bitch, because we're all bitches, yeah. Man. All right, so Princess, no, gosh, I can't get anyone's name right. Allie and princess theodora they're trying to bond but theodora hates everybody Allie's like hey i could beat you in a snowball fight with my arms tied behind my back and Allie's little princess theodore is like prove it and so she kicks a christmas ornament right into the king's doorway and gets in trouble.
1: i'm i'm shocked and appalled that a royal household has plastic ornaments and not glass,
0: glass. ones Fine china ornaments. I really thought it would have been funnier if the bulb had just shattered when she kicked it, (laughs) and that she had horrible aspirations and had to go to the hospital. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I was kind of horrified when Allie took her up on this. Like, she knows she is in a castle with a princess working for a king, and this little girl hands her an ornament off the royal (laughs) tree and is like, "Kick it into that doorway."
0: To be fair, I'm not great with peer pressure either. So you would do it, is what you're saying? Probably. What are you supposed to do? Say no. She's the princess.
2: Allie, that night, after Theodora gets tucked into bed, she goes out exploring the grounds. And she finds the royal stables, which are like five feet away from the castle, because this is the world's tiniest castle.
0: (laughs) It's a mick castle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And she's talking to the horsies making all sorts of conversation. And the king walks in. He's like, you talking to my horses?
0: And when we when we say king, we don't mean like the big ugly ones like on Game of Thrones. We mean like cute ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was I'm, he was cute.
2: I'm kind of surprised he's king and not prince just because I feel like king comes with a lot more responsibility than prince does.
0: Well, but like, he's a king.
2: He is a king. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised that this movie was with a king and not a prince. Oh. Or maybe yeah. they didn't want to explain that Princess Theodora is a duchess or whatever if
0: Yeah, it's just easier. But wouldn't it have been funny if it was like a nasty old crusty king? <laughs> yeah. It would not have been a good <laughs> Hallmark so... movie then. No, but it no, would No, I great. don't
2: think we would have the same uh the same chemistry between the actors.
1: Okay, so talking to horses. Uh he talks to the horses too. They're bonding over that. It's you know, it's not
0: giving him free soap, but it's cute. It solidifies the bond a bit more. And this is why we brought Sammy on for Sammy's Horse Corner. Sammy, tell us about talking to horses.
2: So horses, as we all know from the Based on a True Story movie Ready to Run, which is a decom we've done in the past, if you didn't recall, horses will only talk to certain people. And so, as we've learned from this movie, she is a distant descendant of the girl from... Ready to run, oh, who had the ability joking. to talk to horses. No, I'm not joking at all.
1: <laughs> Is she at all related to the girl from Ring of Endless Light who talks to dolphins?
2: Uh they're distant cousins.
1: Oh, okay. Like three times removed?
2: There's... Yeah. So you've got, you know, the different animal ability.
1: Wait, important question. Where does the guy who talks to dogs tie into this?
2: Was that the Kirk Cameron one?
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> lucky, you <laughs> lucky dog. How related is he?
2: He is the grandfather.
1: Oh, he's the grandfather?
2: Yes. So uh, all of it ties back to Kirk Cameron.
1: Yeah. Much like
2: all of life ties back to God. You mean Brink? Oh, yes. You should definitely, next time you're going to say grace before dinner, just remember to thank Brink.
0: For your egg milk.
2: For your egg milk.
0: This horse corner went way (laughs) off the reins no
1: <laughs> yeah we really got unsaddled on this one
0: oh um we better glue this back together oh my god brandon oh
2: sorry. <laughs> wow no. that was
0: oh jeez, darn it
1: you really okay. put your hoof in your mouth there didn't you
2: i say nay to <laughs> that joke
1: all
0: right okay um uh, let's so get he... back
2: to the main story here. oh, oh my god that was so good
0: dang it that was really good um Ooh. why don't you tell tail, t- tail us more because they have tails
1: okay uh... you just, you just gotta give up okay i'm taking the <laughs> reins over here and we're gonna keep on moving forward okay so he goes riding and uh honestly he kind of sucks because he's talking about how he doesn't really have time to spend with his daughter but he just makes time for himself at night to go for a horse ride
0: like every night
1: like every night bro what about your kid
0: well she's kind of a bee
1: yeah but because he doesn't spend time with her
2: he doesn't have time he keeps he keeps talking this whole movie about how he doesn't have time to parent his daughter but you're like riding your horses every night
1: yeah and partying it up in new york city yeah so Allie then finds Theodora launching spitballs onto a painting, probably of like her her gammy or something. Um, And Theodora has also taken her daily schedule and hidden it from her. And so she tries to spook out or creep out, gross out, gross out. She tries to gross out Allie by taking her into the greenhouse and showing her worms and stuff. And Allie's like, bitch, I'm from New York. Nothing scares me. Yeah, she's like, we got cockroaches
0: that won't die in New York. I'm not scared of a worm. They kind of have a moment here. She's like, they start talking about her, her mom who died. They both start talking about their dead mothers and how they miss them. And it kind of comes out of nowhere. I can't really remember what started this, but. Uh, Because it was the the mom's greenhouse. Oh yeah. It was her mother's greenhouse. And she's like, my mother loved it. I think about her and whatever. Yeah. They're bonding. They're starting to get
1: along. Yeah, this is, like, really fast, like, breakneck speed bonding, too.
0: Yeah, it happens in, like, one day.
1: Which is fine. I think that girl just needed someone to talk to.
2: Probably. She went through so many governesses, though, and not a single one of them was able to, like, she wasn't that shitty of a child.
0: No, and she said she hated everyone because all of them just wanted to date her father.
2: How hard would it be to go find, like, a 60-year-old nanny who's already married and has no interest in marrying the king, like,
1: Well, no, I think it was much more like they were all trying to control her instead of understand her. I guess.
2: I just feel like there would be a larger market for, like, governesses who actually care about their wards. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who am I? However it happened, it got us here in this moment where they're bonding over their dead parents. Did we ever learn how Allie's parents died? No. I get the impression that they died together so it must have been tragic. I can only assume it was a murder suicide.
0: Uh, no, because Allie's way too well adjusted for that. Yeah, I think it maybe was a terrible she, car accident. She's a lunatic in their eyes because she picks up a dinner roll that had fallen on the floor and puts it back on Theo's plate. I mean, that's
1: definitely the wrong call to make. You don't you shouldn't put that back on the table.
0: Well, where she's from, all food is very precious. I get that, but you're in a royal household.
2: Her job was a maid in a fancy hotel. She knows better. Yeah, (laughs) she knows how to. She knows what's like. I would, I would still eat the roll. I don't judge her for not thinking it's dirty. That carpet
1: is definitely super clean.
2: Yeah, but you're with the royal family.
0: Yeah, she's like, it's a three second roll. They're like, what? She's like, three seconds. It's fine. I loved it. I honestly would have,
1: like, po- picked up the roll and pocketed it secretly and then eaten it later.
2: But what was sweet was that the king was like, well, when I was in college, we had the three-day rule.
0: Yeah. And everyone laughs. And then he makes her give a toast.
2: I didn't understand that at all.
1: The chancellor does it because he makes a toast. And then the chancellor is like, well, why don't you make a toast? And the king's totally like... She can handle this, and he makes her do it, and she gives a good toast.
2: Was he trying to embarrass her, or what was his intent there, making her do the toast?
0: The chancellor's just a dick.
2: What even is a chancellor? Can Mm we...
0: (laughs) Uh, I have no idea. I think he makes the schedule for
1: the king. If it was not talked about in Downton Abbey, I don't know what it is.
2: Okay, Okay, the Googles says it's a senior state or legal official. Or the head of government in some European countries, such as Germany. Okay. So
1: he's just doing his job. Oh, but so pushy about it.
0: Yeah, so this whole meanwhile, Ali and Theodora are bonding. The chancellor's trying to get the king to marry this other girl from another royal family for for... For appearances and for bond strengthening and...
1: Also, it's a very minor storyline, but apparently the the crown is like losing money, mm. or they're not profitable. So somehow marrying this lady is gonna bring in money to the country.
2: I mean, that's essentially what royal marriages are about, right? It's strengthening bonds between other families. So for well,
1: yeah, that's what it used to be it's, about. Was yeah, creating yeah. alliances.
2: So it totally makes sense that the chancellor is like you're thinking with your heart and not with your. Job essentially, and crown. his job is to marry for a specific reason, and he's already run off and elope once. Look, this isn't about love. I'm not asking you to fall in love with this lady, I'm just asking you to marry her.
0: Well, not asking, he's telling, so yeah, he's a jerk. Stop trying I, to defend him. We hate yeah. him. <laughs> we hate him. He's a butt face, he's a stinky poopy. I butt do hate face. him. He puts the butt think- butler, but he's not a butler, but he puts the ass in cha- chancellor. whatever (laughs) he's a chance of loser yeah (laughs) there's no chance we're gonna like him (laughs) (laughs) okay let's I'm good at these
2: later that night Allie goes down to the kitchens and sees all of the staff having dinner together and she's just like can I join you guys and Mrs. Wick (laughs) the head of staff or whatever she's like uh, the governess doesn't join the staff, and I just want to know where does the governess have dinner? In
0: her room, a,
1: her dinner in her room. It seems like that's a, a fucking
2: shitty up. rule. That's not. It's not fair. That shouldn't be a rule at all. I don't care whether or not she likes the governess. The governess is part of the staff. She should be allowed to eat dinner with the goddamn staff.
0: They just don't like her. On Wednesdays, we wear pink.
2: Well, they do <laughs> like her. Just Mrs. Wick doesn't because she's a
0: she's an asshole.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a pun on Wick, and I couldn't.
1: Miss Wick is... No, I was going to say sick, but that would mean cool. Miss Wick ain't
0: sick.
2: No way. She a dick. Oh,
0: (laughs) perfect. Damn. (laughs) This is the part where I start to really, really like this movie because they finally start to fall in love. The King is all about this new nanny and all about watching his daughter be happy. So he... He totally stands this ugly Christmas tree that they put together, and he puts his little crown on top of the tree as the ornament because his daughter wanted him to. Also, I think that's a really cute tree topper. Yeah, it's it's so an cool.
2: adorable tree topper.
0: I kind of want one. Let's all buy crowns. Let's do it. Whoever got me for Secret Santa, that's what I want—a crown for Christmas. We are a very successful podcast with many sponsors, like <laughs> Lush. <'cause> Lush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. the uh, the uh the king offers her a ride wink wink on his horse winky wink wink
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) yep and it's the first time he's ever taken somebody on one of his horse rides at night so does that mean he didn't even take his previous wife that's what i thought that's but i mean probably not
2: maybe she didn't like horses maybe she was scared of horses or something you don't have to share all the same hobbies to have a nice, healthy marriage. So perhaps this was just a hobby that she did not indulge in. Yeah. Or maybe she was murdered by a horse.
1: Oh, no. She took ill.
2: After being stomped horse. on by a horse.
1: Or maybe she was sick and then the horse killed her. <laughs> maybe she got hay fever. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got to quit horsing around. We're trying yeah. to finish
1: this episode. Uh, oh,
0: God. Okay. The Chancellor sees him getting all shummy. What's the word? Shmummy? Chummy. Getting all chummy together. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> fucking so, good shummy. shummy. I still, I don't remember what it is already. So he invites chummy. Celia to the castle so that they can get married already.
2: Yeah, she's supposed to come Christmas Eve, but the Chancellor's like, I asked her to come a few days early
0: yeah.
2: and surprises the king.
0: And she's a bad guy in this situation.
2: In this situation,
0: yeah, she's probably not that bad in person, but circumstances make her pretty bad.
2: She was. She didn't cool. seem awful up until the very end.
1: Yeah, yeah when she starts insulting the child. It's very much like the the stepmom the from
0: guy. Parent Trap. Yeah. Oh yeah. We talk about how movies are like the parent trap in every episode I've edited because Because the
2: parent trap (laughs) it's
0: end all be all everything. (laughs) It is the Holy word. It is our good book.
2: (laughs) Um.
1: (laughs) Oh Jesus.
2: Can I, can I quote an actual line from this actual movie?
1: Yeah. From parent trap. Absolutely.
2: I saw you and father writing last night. Next time. Don't hold on to the saddle horn.
0: (laughs) I didn't get that line at all.
2: I think when she said saddle horn, like, don't hold on to the saddle horn, she meant, like, hold on to his waist instead. But they were riding separate horses. So she was definitely making a joke about his saddle horn.
1: I would also be very surprised if they were riding a western saddle.
0: I don't know what that means.
1: So a western saddle has uh, a horn on the front uh, that you could, like, tie your reins to and do other stuff because it's like a workman's saddle. Oh, And an English saddle doesn't have a horn there because it's fancy and for hunting and jumping and stuff. Neat. I feel like an English saddle is very proper and royal.
0: Well, they aren't. I mean, they think they are, but not with that castle.
1: Well, his country is losing money, probably because of his ridiculous partying in New York City.
2: And horses are expensive. He had a lot. Uh, Celia shows up and brings a gift to Teddy And it's a tutu and some ballet slippers. And Teddy's like, fuck this. Fuck you. I guess she doesn't like ballet.
1: No. I mean, she's definitely not. But she's not interested in all that stuff that's expected of her. She wants to play in the dirt and dig up worms. Yeah. Learn to do plies and shit.
0: Yeah. And so they're at the dinner table. And they're talking about their wedding. And she does not want her to get married to Celia. And so she throws a dang fit and runs out. And Allie and the king run after her and she locks them in the greenhouse. And I think she did this to make them flirt and make them, you know, spend some time together. And it works. Oh, did
1: we forget to say that they almost kissed at the end of their horseback ride? Oh, They yeah, were we very did. close to kissing. Oh,
2: yeah. They got like super close to kissing. And, at, and I think that's what the greenhouse situation was about. Allie was like, I don't like that you almost kissed me when you've got A lady you're about to marry and he was like well i don't want to marry her and she's like well you're gonna anyway and so that's that and then they then he's like i have a spare key and they get out
0: and they almost kiss again but not really he like leans in to grab the key and it's weird yeah
2: it's super awkward
0: the sexual tension was insane
2: it was insane there was actually some really good chemistry between those two yeah
0: between those two actors
2: yeah.
1: I think it's just cuz she's super adorable and like bubbly.
2: You could see why anyone would fall in love with her.
1: And she just really cuts to the core of people's mm-hmm. character. Maybe she's a
0: sociopath. That's what I was saying. Maybe she maybe her parents were murder-suicided and she's actually just absolutely insane. Maybe she just murdered them. She, yeah,
1: I think so. A sociopath with a heart of gold. Yeah, and cute eyes. <laughs> I think I've fallen in love with her.
2: Yeah. I think we all have.
1: Yeah, I'm smitten.
2: Hmm. Well,
1: so is Theodore.
2: The- Theodora.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: so Teddy Theodora, the princess, um, continues to be rebellious and kind of like "fuck you, Celia." I don't want to do anything that's going to make your life easy. So they're having a royal uh, decorating ceremony, and and the dad's like, "Would you hang up the royal decoration?" And Celia hands it to her, and she is like. Nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna hang up this pine cone thing that I made with my with my new mom governess. I was gonna say duchess, and yeah, she does that, and everyone loves it. <laughs> well, the older one is ugly AF. I mean, it was pretty in glass. There's no way that that tree was gonna hold it, though. It was a very unimpressive tree for Definitely. a royal household. Ugly. It was a shit yeah. tree.
0: My tree looks better than that. It's fake, though. <laughs>
1: Did you know a lot of fig trees have high lead content?
0: Lead? Lead. Oh, I love lead. It's my favorite. It's my favorite writing apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> I go in and I say, Where are the trees with the most lead? <laughs>
2: Celia comes up to Allie's room and has a little uh, come to Jesus with her about Theodora and Max and how she's the new mom now and you can take a back seat or something like that. It was a uh, kind of intense.
1: I thought it was much less directly threatening than that.
2: It was. It was much less directly threatening. She had some tact. She was very like, "I'm glad we had this conversation about how you are the governess, and I'm the yeah. fiance."
1: Well, it was manipulative and bitchy at the same time. It was mm-hmm. like, "Would you? Would you? You know, maybe consider putting in a good word for me because I really want to make my relationship with his daughter work out." But it was, she said it in such a way as like, I'm expecting you to do this and it will be done.
0: Well, to her point, she did just travel to meet her new husband and to get proposed to and to start her new life. So to her, it's probably like, listen, you moved in two days ago. You need to take it easy. I've known him basically my whole life. This is supposed to happen. This is the way things are done. You need to stop. Like, am I wrong? Maybe. Maybe.
2: At some point, there's a snowball fight with the entire staff and Theodora. It's adorable. Everybody's having a blast. Even Mrs. Wick. That
1: happens already?
2: Yeah, it's right here.
1: I had really hoped that they were gonna, um, like that Mrs. Wick was gonna get pulled into it. That really would have made her character a bit nicer. I like her little redeeming moment later on in the movie. But yeah, they all have the snowball fight and the king is, his character is softening too. Because of yeah. the governess. and
2: Yeah, he and Celia rush out. And Celia's like, what the fuck is going on here?
1: My tea is cold. Someone come warm it up.
0: Allie would never say that.
1: No.
2: no. I
0: love that he runs out, gets to be a part of this big snowball fight, picks up his daughter and says, this is going to be a yearly tradition, this big snowball fight. Because at that moment, you know that Allie is going to marry that motherfucker. I mean,
2: I knew it from the beginning of the movie when she bumped his car into him.
0: If you don't know now, you know.
1: Yeah, as soon as she gave him that free Lush cosmetic soap, I knew it was over.
2: God. Lush TM cosmetic soap.
0: I'm using some now.
1: She really uh, dropped the love bath bomb on him. (laughs) Okay. Whatever.
2: But anyway, they're making cookies in the kitchen. Uh, Allie's famous Christmas cookie recipe. And there's a cute little moment where she's teaching Teddy how to do fractions.
0: That was a weird scene.
1: That was a weird scene. But I think it was just to kind of show that, again, Allie's great at everything she does. And also she would be a good future mother for Teddy. It's not just
2: babysitting. She's being constructive while she does it, I think is what the point was. I'm also... So
1: in the next scene... They bring the cookies, and Celia doesn't want them because she's an asshole, and <laughs> then they drop the bomb on her that she's going to get sent to boarding school, and she doesn't like that at all, obviously, because she's not going to get to see her dad at all.
0: Yeah, not Celia, though. Celia's not going to boarding school. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no,
1: Teddy is. Sorry. <laughs> but my question oh, is, is... Celia
2: did... <laughs> probably could use some more finishing.
1: But has Teddy been going... Has she been home... Well, castle school this whole time, or... It
2: seems like it, but I mean, maybe that's why she's so shitty at fractions. Like, she's like, I have literally never learned a thing my entire life.
0: Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Because she can't go to public school, right?
2: No,
1: no. I mean, maybe she goes to like a school for dignitaries' children or something.
0: It's
2: possible. There's also like just a royal tutor, and we've only seen her on her break.
1: Yeah, that poor girl. She's just all of her interactions with adults of course she's gonna be a jerk yeah uh so teddy's really upset about boarding school because she already only has one parent she doesn't see him very often and then she would see him almost never if she went to boarding school
2: uh teddy gets ready for the christmas eve gala and apparently she looks just like her mommy and max the king 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 max comes in and says, Oh my god, you look just like your mom. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, don't be sorry. Oh I god. like thinking about mom. This was a really sweet moment.
1: It was sad yeah. and sweet and beautiful all at the same time.
0: I loved it. It, it was, was so great. nice. I loved it too.
1: And so she uses her newfound leverage uh to manipulate dad and be like, hey, can I invite Allie as a guest of the gala? And he's like, yeah, sure, go for it.
0: Yeah, I really thought they meant, hey, can she just come down with us instead of staying in her room? But no, they meant she's going to put on a dress and make an appearance, like make her own entrance and get introduced. And so she yeah. finds the most extravagant dress. Nobody there is wearing anything like this. But she goes and she talks to the chef because she's like, I need a fucking dress. Oh, my God, help me.
1: One of the chef is like, no, honey, you're wearing the wrong thing. You're going to the ball. So we're going to put you in a ball gown. Everyone else is in, like, cocktail... Like, very fancy cocktail dresses.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Is that what you would consider if it's just full-length but body-shaping that a cocktail dress?
2: Yeah. 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 Cocktail is less fancy than a ball gown, for sure.
0: And more fancy than a day dress. This is a ball gown that she's wearing. Yes. We learned that the chef... She tells us this big long backstory about how she fell in love and then lost the love of her life, but then remarried some guy now. So I'm only assuming she's not happy with the guy she's married to now. No, no, her husband died.
2: Yeah, her husband died. No, he
0: did. Yeah, he's dead.
2: What? Which one?
0: So she fell in.
1: She fell in love with a guy. They went to a ball (laughs) together. He joined the military, I think, and went away. So she got with someone else and married him. Yeah. when the love of her life came back, was was he was, she was already married. And then when her husband died, too much time had passed.
0: But, oh, damn.
2: I thought they were going to tie that bow up a little bit better at the end of the movie. But I was under the impression that Fergus, the butler, was the guy, the one who got away.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't, That's what I thought. It was implied. Why didn't they just fucking say it?
2: Yeah, just say it. Just be like, and that man's name was Fergus Einstein. All she had to say.
0: I kind of well, like the mystery because these movies are so predictable that in the back of my head, that could be it, and I, th- I think it is. Or maybe
1: Fergus is just her second settling, which is sad. Maybe. Because honestly, I think I think Fergus should be people's first reach. Oh, Fergus yeah. is great. Yeah,
2: he was great. I would marry Fergus.
1: I would marry either Fergus or Helen or both.
2: Same. I would marry Fergus. Helen, Allie, Max, any of them. And the horse. And the horse. <laughs> <No. laughs> <No. laughs>
1: because that's the only other character that really had
0: enough screen time to warrant that. Do you know who I wouldn't marry? Celia. Celia, boo. Neither would Max. No, he wouldn't.
1: So they're at the ball and Allie makes her grand entrance and she looks beautiful in her red ball gown. Max asks, asks? That's a difficult word to Max. say. Max acts. Max asks her to dance. And she she cuts a she cuts a pretty good rug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for for being poor and living in New York City, she sure can waltz.
0: No kidding. I was like, if somebody ever fucking asked me to do a waltz, I would not accept. I'd be like, I can't No,
2: do. i I'd say not in front of all these people. You want to, like, go practice in the back room for a second? Just <laughs> learn a box I'm step.
0: Fine. You'll be fine. No. I can polka, and that's about it. What does polka involve? It's like...
1: I oh, mean, it they... also very much fits the character that I've, <laughs> that I've built up in my mind of
0: you. <laughs> they basically <laughs> mean it as, like, the the poor man's waltz. Okay. it's It's like a three-step thing. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, because you
2: can't afford the fourth step? No.
0: <laughs> that one's extra. So
1: you're doing the triangle step instead of the box step. Basically, yeah. Woo.
0: Can't make it to four. Too expensive. Too expensive. Um they find out the ring is missing. Because he's supposed to propose to Celia.
2: Okay, so they there was never, like, he never said, I am going to marry this woman. He was just like, let's hang out and see where things go.
1: Well, I think it was, I, like, previously established, and he knows that it's expected so. of him.
2: I guess so. But I still thought it was super presumptive of her to be like, well, let me see the ring. Can I please see the ring? Calm down. He hasn't even proposed yet. Yeah, Give it a second.
1: She did make, like, a good, very quick argument there. She's like, "We we... We'll have a beautiful marriage if you just give us a chance. You know, she was like, I love you right now. And I know that you'll love me eventually. And that's good enough for me, which is sad and sweet at the same time. But also there's like that undercurrent of
0: selfishness. I do love that. He said you deserve better than waiting for me to fall in love with you. That was pretty cool. I know that's at the very end, but that was a great line. Yeah,
2: that was a good line. And it was—it didn't villainize her.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Which, I mean, she she has her moments of villainry.
0: Villainy.
1: Uh, villainry. No, there's no <laughs> R. <art. laughs> so
2: she has her moments of villainry, and uh,
1: <laughs> villainry. I'm a villain. I'm a villain. I'm a villain.
0: Let me take your children away. I'm Shiri. I'm virin.
1: I'm a I'm a chir, I'm a virin with children.
0: Okay, Will You stop um, this? I'm not fearing these children. I'm a virin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. It's hot in here. Oh God. Um, um the ring goes missing.
1: And she, of course, blames Allie. And I really thought that it was going to be her setting up Allie to get rid of her. Like, I thought she had stolen the ring and then planted it in Allie's room.
0: Yeah, for sure. That would have sucked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure would have, Brandon.
0: That really would have ruined this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that that's not how she
1: villainizes herself. But she does in, like, two seconds later when she says to Max that, She's going to send his daughter to boarding school and blah, blah, blah. She's like, I can't get wait, wait to get rid of your child. And it's like, oh, wait, you are a villain.
2: I think it's so hard. It's so hard to have these other woman storylines in these movies because you can't make them too sympathetic or you feel bad for them. So you kind of have to villainize them so that you're rooting for the main character.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. Because there were... I never really felt sorry for her until the line when he said, it's not fair to you to wait for me. Then I felt bad. Cause I was like, Oh man, she has been waiting like 20 years or whatever Yeah, to marry him. And now she can't.
2: Allie was like, I'm still going to tell them that I took it so that you don't get into trouble. But then Max does the sweet thing where he's like, no, I found it on the dressing table where I left it. So nobody gets in trouble.
1: Allie still decides that it'd be best for her to leave anyways, because she's she's complicating things with her beauty, both inner and outer.
2: So she starts to leave, yep. but then the king is like, no.
1: Well, no, she's she's already left no, the leave. castle. And well,
2: she's... yeah, she left the castle, but she didn't go she's far. She's
1: at City Hall. For some she,
2: but, yeah, I was wondering that too. For a second, I thought she went all the way back to Brooklyn and she was at City Hall there.
1: If she had done that, this would have been exactly the parent trap then.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So he, he comes after her, like knight in shining armor, but without the armor.
1: Knight on shining Clydesdale. And
0: he's not a knight, he's a king. King in shining leather. Leather
1: King, Leather Daddy. <laughs> he
0: is.
2: It's not a decom, but he is one of the best daddies that we've had.
1: Oh no, he absolutely sucks in the beginning.
2: In the beginning, yeah, but he learned. Yeah. It's so much better than any of the other decom daddies who are just like, "I'm right and you're wrong."
0: No, this movie ends really suddenly. He finds her and yeah. they kiss. Oh,
1: at the. One of my favorite mm-hmm. parts is before that she uh, had given Christmas presents to everyone. And somehow she had the time oh, to yeah. paint a portrait of everyone that works in the house and in lives the week
2: there. that she's been there.
1: But um Mrs. Wicks' portrait like really it, it really shows her as a a very beautiful person. So it's I think it's supposed to be people's inside personalities and it really softens her and she's very touched.
0: She Mrs. Wicks had this faint smile in her portrait. It was well,
1: and she was just very Tall oh. and high and like with she held herself very well. She looked good. She, she did.
2: It, it was adorable. She,
1: she was well lit.
2: <laughs> and then we got to see that she had a bit of a bit of a heart.
1: Yeah. Um she so Max gets her from City Hall. Like not even a train station or anything. Why wouldn't you like there's no stakes.
2: How is she gonna? Is she? What is she gonna take a train to Brooklyn?
1: I mean, that'd
0: be like Johnny Carvalho <laughs> taking that car to.
1: Hawaii. No, but there's no, it's not. There's no stakes at all. If she's just hanging around City Hall, and there's no chance of her leaving with that before him getting to her. Also, what is she gonna do at City Hall? Sleep on the stairs?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That
1: didn't make any sense. Oh, well. She he brings her back, and they make out while <laughs> also hugging Teddy.
2: Yeah, it was a the, little awkward.
1: And then the movie just ends, and I was very mm-hmm. shocked. So I fast-forwarded through the the credits to see if maybe there's a scene after the credits or something to show her going back home, but no.
2: No, so we don't find out, like, does he does he import the brother and the sister to come live with them?
1: Do they manage to pay off <laughs> all their utilities and their rent?
2: Yeah, what do they? Do? What do they do with the apartment? Or do they have to lease, like, sublet the apartment until their lease is up, or what? Like, how
1: does the sister get the line, the the role in the chorus line? Yeah, or... does she? <laughs> Who knows? Does the brother get an A on the economics
2: test? Who knows? So many loose ends that just did not get tied up.
1: I could have done, I could have done with like like a check in
0: with the siblings. Yeah,
2: like a like a one year later. Oh
0: we're just going to have to wait until crown for christmas i mean a crown for <laughs> easter
2: anyway so that's that's crown for christmas yeah what did you guys think brandon what would you rate it
0: so i loved this movie i love hallmark movies because they're a different type of christmas movie it's not about santa it's not about reindeer it's not about magic it's just about christmas time and i'm going to give this movie an 8 out of 10 huh. I don't know if we rate these or not. Yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna. (laughs) I loved, this really got me in the Christmas spirit. I am going to watch more Hallmark Christmas movies after this. Because I really liked watching it. Get a cup of hot cocoa and like a sweater and a blanket and a dog. And you got it.
2: I agree. Christmas rom-coms are one of my favorite things. Especially the really shitty ones. This one wasn't shitty though. And I still really loved it. It was, I would give it a seven out of ten. It was feel good. I wanted to drink some hot cocoa and marry a king. And exactly what I got out of this movie.
1: I would rate it uh, a 7 out of 10. I would give it a higher rating, but I feel like I, when I watch a Christmas movie, I expect it to be like, Christmas! Like, in your face. Whereas that was yeah. just kind of like a, a secondhand thing. Like it just happened to be taking place during Christmas, I guess.
2: So how how do you feel about Die Hard?
0: Yeah, like Die Hard
1: though, <laughs> Die Hard's an excellent Christmas movie. Yeah, so this is this is good. You know, it was it was predictable but enjoyable, and it was it it was feel good, which I think I'm like a very determined Scrooge kind of sometimes about it. Like I'm not. I'm an optimist, I would say, but I think around Christmas, I'm just like, oh, it's too early because things start too early. So then I unintentionally, intentionally become scroogey about things. But this made me feel very Christmassy.
0: That's how I feel all the time. And I will say, after I watched this movie, I went out and bought a bunch of Christmas presents for people. Did
1: you?
2: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, I did. Wow, nice. I (laughs) uh, immediately put on Carly Rae Jepsen's uh, Christmas song.
2: See,
0: it does something to you. This movie does something to you. So I don't think we need lessons learned because we got all those good feelings out of it. Unless you want to. What'd you learn?
1: Uh, To not be a hypocrite because the dad was a hypocrite. He was like, I don't want to be like my dad, but he didn't spend time with his daughter. He only did royal stuff while also still kind of issuing the traditional roles that he was supposed to be doing. So he was a hypocrite.
0: Yeah, I learned from Allie and her family to just work hard for what you need, keep going, take the opportunities that come to you, and just enjoy the people that are around you while you're doing it. That's why you're doing it.
2: I learned to always ram into people on the VIP floor of hotel rooms because you might end up marrying a king.
0: Nice. I was thinking maybe just a free Always soap. carry tiny chocolates and free soaps to
1: give out. To
2: and people. Lush soaps. Lush TM soaps.
1: Yep, absolutely.
2: You never settle for anything <laughs> less than Lush.
1: We are also unfortunately not sponsored by Lush. Oh, don't sue us, Lush. Maybe
2: unfortunately. Should...
1: Sammy, you got to do a crown joke.
2: I'm, th- I'm thinking of one. Give me a second. Uh... Oh, God!
1: Put on your thinking crown. Come up with one.
2: This, uh,
1: <laughs> that one wasn't good.
2: This this baby of a podcast is crowning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to be in on the ground floor of that, you can go to uh, potinthistogether.com. Find us on social media. Email us at potinthistogether at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at together and potting this together on and Instagram.
1: Download us and listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts iTunes, Google Play. We're now on Spotify.
0: Woo! Yay! Nice. If you like us, prove it. Like us. Yeah. You really Let us know what you think. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. bells. I absolutely love it. Such a good accent.